What's good, podcast fam? It's your boy, Jason, a.k.a. The Friendly Neighborhood Dreadhead. And today I got another special guest, one of my close personal friends. Knew him for about 10 years now. Damn, that's a long-ass time. But my boy, Don Bailey. What's good, man? What's up, man? How's it going? Man, you know, it's good. You know, it's almost spooky day, you know what I'm saying? One of the best times of the year. For some, for some, it's the devil's devil's time of the year, but that's not that. But that's that's not us. We love Halloween, ain't that right? <laughs> oh, definitely. Now today, y'all, we have a special Halloween themed episode. Today, we are going to have my review for Edgar Wright's new film, The Last Night in Soho. I will let you know if I liked it and I feel it was good. Then today, me and Dime are going to have a little. A little debate, a little showdown, if you will, of two of the most iconic body droppers in horror, Mr. Michael Myers versus Jason Voorhees. We're going to figure out which franchise is the most iconic and who out of the two is more iconic. We're going to do that today. Also, me and me and my friend Don, we're going to we're going to give you all. Um, our top five horror movies and what gravitates us towards horror and then we're going to round it off with what we are excited for as far as horror movies coming out in the near future so yeah man you know you, you ready to do this though let's get it all right so we're going to start off with my review in last night in soho and i'll tell you this man this movie right here it was it was it started off different. It, it, it was kind of cool. Like, if y'all don't know about Last Night in Soho, it's about it's about this girl. Let me pull up her name. Now, is this like what, what kind of horror is this? You know, you got the psychological, you've got the slasher, you've got the you know supernatural. What kind of what kind of horror is this? Well, this movie right here, it's like a psychological, um, it's like a psychological murder mystery. It's like a psychological who did it murder mystery. So the way how this works, um, this girl named um, Eloise, who is played by Thomas and McKenzie, she sees, she sees like, she sees the dead. Or she can she can look into the past, like kind of time travel, if you will, through seeing through dead people. And she witnesses a murder. She witnesses a murder in the um, that happened in the 60s. So she has to go through the movie. Basically, the only time she sees these murders, like she sees back into the past is whenever she sleep. So the whole movie, she is trying to figure out the murder mystery of this of the murder of this chick named Sandy played by Anna Taylor Joy which a lot of you guys you guys know her from um you know split a, a lot of people know her from the movie split you know the girl with the big ass eyes yeah she got some big ass eyes <laughs> but i like i like this movie it was it was cool some of the some of the camera shots and the effects they did it it was really amazing. I'm not really a I'm not really a person that loves like the look of the 60s, but I was loving the world that the movie that Edgar Wright put us in. Like the he made the 60s look amazing. I'm talking about the colors, I'm talking about 
some of the music I actually really liked. Um, some of that, some of the like some of the makeup and the costumes, like it looked really nice, and you can tell that he has a love for the '60s. And I did not know this because you know I saw a few movies from the '60s back in the day, uh, a, a few movies that were made back in the '60s, but he also brought some some pretty good, some pretty um big actors around the time to play this movie like Diana Riggs she plays Diana Riggs she plays this I guess she plays the owner of an apartment building that our main character rents and she does a really good job her and this dude named Terrence Stamp they were both like mm. they were both um actors from the 60s that had prominent roles back in the 60s but and all total, the cast did a really good job. Anna Taylor Joy, she plays San- she plays Sandy, the chick who we're following throughout the past. Mm. She she's great in the role. She has confidence in the role. She's confident. She's sexy. And I really do like the acting in the movie. Like I said, great soundtrack. Edgar Wright, he nails the aesthetic of the 60s. And of course, it's an Edgar Wright movie. So you know it's gonna be based in London. I think all the movies, <laughs> I think all the movies deal with British people or yeah, British people. I kind of want to see what his Ant-Man would look like. But yeah, like like the aesthetics great, the soundtrack was great, the cinematography was great. Some of the visual effects, they were great. Now let's get to the things I did not like. Uh-oh. I was loving this movie for, I would say, 75% the way through. But that last 25%, it kind of it dragged the movie down for me. Now let me, tar- let me start with the side characters. These side characters suck. Not only not only personality wise, but they just poorly written. That they, they 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 just suck. They they're just they, kind of being there. They legit just they, they kind of like if y'all are familiar with Stephen King bullies, they kind of like Stephen King bullies. Only they're not murderous Stephen King bullies. They're just mean for no reason. Like the girl that plays her roommate, she just mean. They don't even have a reason for her to be mean. She is legit just mean. I don't I never got why they did that. So yeah, she sucked. Her little posse, they suck. Now, one side character I did like was I guess the quote unquote love interest John John played by Michael Ajao. I'm sorry if I butchered your name, but he's but he's a black dude. He's he likes um Eloise because she's different. Which I like, okay, cool. They're going to touch on the interracial dating aspect. They could have touched on that, but they did it. They just said it's just a black, it's just a black dude simping over a white woman. And I hated how they did the brother. They redeemed him the second half of the movie, but the first half, I like, why are they making this brother make it seem like this girl is the only chick on the planet? I like, come on. <laughs> I like, come on, Edgar, you got to do better. No, no explanation at all. Yeah, like they threw a little line in there talking about I know what it's like to be different. I thought they were gonna touch more on that, but but they didn't. He just a black dude simping over a white chick. 
So yeah, some m- most of the side characters they fall flat. Oh, man. Now, one thing about this movie is that you think that we all know like the horror aspect, and usually it like movies they want to kind of slowly bring us into the horror. Nah. The movie, it starts slowly bringing you into the horror aspect and, like, building up the mystery. But it's just one point. The movie takes a complete 180. I was in the theater like, what the fuck is going on? What the hell? So so I'm like, so when you sitting in the movie, it's going to be like she goes to a dream at one point. And then from that point on, you see that one part. It's like, oh, this shit got dark real quick. Quick. <laughs> well, it, let, let me ask you this. Is this uh is this one of those ones that like you know it builds up to like those to like oh my god that in the moment like that was crazy or is it like okay yeah see I want to touch on that so the bit like I said the build-up for this movie for the murder mystery is great like like the build-up is great I was I was engaged and it was great but when we got to the <laughs> But when we got to the resolutions and the twist, I was like, come on now. You could you could have been a whole lot smarter than what we got. I'm not going to say it because I want y'all to see it for yourself. It might work for some of y'all. But just for me, I've seen a lot of murder mysteries. I've seen a lot of horror movies. So when I saw the twist and the resolution, I'm like, that was stupid. That, that was fucking stupid. Don't don't tell me they couldn't finish, man. They couldn't go all the way through. Don't oh, tell no. me that. Oh no, you get no. You will get an you will get an answer for you will get an answer for them for the murder. You get an answer for the murder. For some people, they are gonna like it, but for me, I was like, that was just a fucking cop out. Y'all could have y'all could have handled it better. See, I, I guess that might actually work for me because I I hate those kind of endings where it ends in like speculations like well, what if it's this or what if it's that like to me to me that's a cop out for me because it's like oh you can think of a you know a good ending a answer to this and then that's not to say that you know that every movie has to have an answer but i just feel like not having an answer is also a cop out as well yeah so like this movie it it might work like I do suggest people to see this movie because this movie looks it looks great. The movie looks great and the cast does an amazing job besides those side characters. <laughs> but the cast does a great job and it really does have a great build up to the movie. It's just for me that last twist um that last plot twist and resolution to it it I was just like come on really because once they once you get to once you get to that third act, once you get to that third act, you know, you kind of know who who did it at, at that point. But but for some people, if if you like murder mysteries, you will like this. Now, another thing that made me mad. There for things that they give answers to that you didn't need answers to. They don't give you answers to things that you wanted answered like. The power, you do not understand how she's able to use this power. I'm going to let y'all know that right now. That is the most dumbest thing coming from the movie. The whole movie, throughout the whole movie, I was like, 
why can she do this? And the movie said, it's because she can. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I, let me let me ask you this: Is this something that can be like a part two? Maybe they can answer those questions then. Oh no, they yeah. ain't, ain't no part two. I think. Gotcha. The only movies, if y'all don't know who Edgar Wright is, the only movies I think he's did part um, sequels to. Well, they're not even really sequels. But he just used the same actors. I'm pretty sure you've seen like Hot Fuzz and Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, uh, yeah. Shaun of the Dead is my favorite. Yeah, so he did those movies. So I don't think he's really up for sequel. The movie kind of ties the story ties the story up, which I did like. So yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people. If, especially if you love the 60s, like the look of the 60s, you will love this movie. The actors do a phenomenal job. Now, uh, one more thing that I kind of, um, one thing I kind of did not like, this movie, it has a chance to touch on a serious social issue when it comes to like a, sexual abuse and harassment of women in the movie. Like, that's the whole thing. They have a chance to touch up on it, but they don't do nothing with it. Like, they don't, they, they just give it, they just show us a bunch of uncomfortable shit, but they don't like give us a message to leave the movie with. So, so what direction are they kind of going with? Is it? just, it's like legit like well here's all these women getting sexually abused like oh well you're gonna t- you're gonna say anything about it no we're just gonna <laughs> show we're just gonna show you and man one uh, there's one scene in this movie when it gets when it when it gets crazy i was i felt so uncomfortable i really felt uncomfortable i felt uncomfortable for for the uh for sandy who um who was on the taylor george playing like she plays, she does such a good job of you feeling sorry and uncomfortable with her. Like it, that one, so one part is just, wow, she really had to go through this. But yeah, like now I'm going to wrap this, I'm going to wrap this thing up for the review part. Now for me, if I had to give this a rating, I would give it a 7.5 out of 10 popcorn buckets because I was really loving this movie 75% the way through. It's just that, 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 that third act, it just left me disappointed because we had such a great setup. I mean, that's a, I think that's a decent rating. Um, and honestly, like to me, that sounds interesting to watch. Like, like you said, I'm not interested in the sixties. Like I, I, I don't really care too much for horror in that era. I don't think I started caring about like horror movies, like thinking they're actually like really good until like the eighties, probably like the only exception is Night of the Living Dead. But it's interesting that you say that it's still like it, 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 you know, makes the 60s look good because, you know, if I'm going to be watching something in the 60s, <laughs> I want to make sure that I'm enjoying it. Well, I'm going to say this. Like, me, I'm just a, a movie lover in general. 60s, they did. 60s had some good horror. You just, 
they have more of the psychological the horror that they could do for their time. I'll put it that way. Like monsters, like, 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 yeah, like murder mysteries. They were great in the sixties, but when it came to monster, um, like creature features in the sixties, yeah. it did not look good. Like it, it, it was a product of its time. Like, so yeah, but murder mysteries, I, I would give some of them, a, a, I would give some of them a, a look. See, I think like you, said like they relied on like the suspense rather than like the actual monster yeah and that's what that's where this movie excelled at was the um it had it did really good at building up the suspense so yeah it is out in theaters now i would i would really suggest watching it for me personally well well, I don't pay full price, but I would definitely see this at um, on a Tuesday during matinee day because I feel like this will satiate a lot of horror fans' needs, especially for, like, psychological horrors. It's pretty good. And, yeah, Last Night Soho's out now. Well, I know where I'm going to be Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. Man, but now... Now time for the showdown that a lot of people have been wanting to see. <laughs> now, me personally, people people would think that since, you know, I share the same first name as Mr. <laughs> Mr. Voorhees, that I'd be Team Jason. Nah, man. Team Michael all the way. See, Jason created. See, Jason creative. He's been creative for other years. He's been funny. 2009, he was he was actually a little bit scary, but I don't know, man. For me, Michael Myers is just something about that mask and how his his build and his physique and and the the way he walked, man. That man got a swagger when he walked. Like I ain't never seen a white man so cool when he walked when he about to murder somebody. I don't know, man. I just always gravitated towards Michael, and I've also. No, don't get me wrong. I love the Friday the 13th movies, but in my, and just in my opinion, I felt like even the shitty sequels of the Halloween franchise, they were better than some of those Friday the 13th movies. They fun to watch, but I can't lie. Like, I was just like, damn, this is really copy and paste. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. Well, my answer to that would be, so this is how I feel. All right. Don't get me wrong. Michael Myers mask. It's pretty scary until I actually, I don't know if this is true or not, but I heard that they based it on William Shatner. Oh yeah. No. (laughs) So, so funny story about that. Like I got to look this up, but like Halloween, it was never as successful as it was with the budget that it had. It was not supposed to be that successful. Like I think it had like a budget of, of, um, um three hundred thousand dollars i i think that was the budget of the original halloween like let me look that up yeah man halloween the first halloween had a budget of three hundred thousand to three hundred twenty five thousand dollars and guess how much it made die hey i'm sure they exceeded how much did it make though 60 to 70 million that's (laughs) that's how much the original halloween so I can't blame them. I can't blame them for going to the store. I think the, the I think um 
somebody on the crew went to the store and they said, and they bought a William Shatner mask, and the crew just said, just roll with it. Cause I ain't gonna lie, the shit look the shit looks scary. I mean, some of the movies like Halloween H two O, it the CGI mask look horrible, but but all in total, the shit looks scary. Now, Jason, I can never take really Jason serious. When they had, oh, that, don't do that. Don't when they had, that. when they had that man in that burlap potato sack in the second. <laughs> okay. In the Sorry, second. So Go ahead, my bad, my bad. I'm, I'm like, why y'all do this man like that? And then, like, <laughs> and then every time he took off his mask, he either looked like sloth from the Goonies, or he, or in. And part nine, or and Jason Take Manhattan, he looked the worst when he looked like a burnt Muppet. <laughs> okay, okay. I ain't gonna lie. I, I would have thought that was just some crazy, crazy hillbilly trying to kill me. <laughs> but when he evolved to the mask, you gotta admit that mask is pretty iconic. It's 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 scary, just like I, I would agree. Michael Myers' mask is scary as well. But after finding that out about William Shatner, it was just like, when I thought about Michael, it was like, are you coming to kill me? Or are you tell, coming to tell me about, what do, you, what do you work for, progressive insurance? Something like that. Was like, are you going to kill me? Or are you going to tell me about some insurance? <laughs> so, so it was just when I found, found that out, it kind of, I'm not going to say it didn't make Michael Myers any less scarier, but it just, it, it kind of made a little bit more, his mask a little bit more comedic. But going back to Jason's, I feel like his mask is, not only is it cool, but that, like, it, it's just, like, nothing, like, you can't really mess that up with the, with the face mask. Like, the, the, the hockey mask is, I don't know, it's just, like, it has, like, and this, same for uh, Michael Myers, it has no expression, which is, is frightening, like, just seeing that it's just like, like what are you gonna like? What like what's next? Like, are you, like what is about to happen to me? I get that, but the th- problem I've always had with the Friday the Thirteenth movies, which what which reason why I like the Halloween movies because they don't do it. They I think they've only did like three of like three times, well more times if you count them shitty ass Rob Zombie remakes, but. <laughs> One problem I've always had with Jason is how much they unmask him. I've always hated the way they, I've always hated them unmasking him because he just looks stupid. I will okay, I will agree, but you gotta think now he looks stupid. But back then, I'm pretty sure that scared the shit out of tons of people. Like they, I don't think they were seeing things like that. Maybe like in some zombies movies, but. I'm sure things like that, they were probably like, yo, what the, what is this guy looking like? This is, this is crazy. Like, well, I mean, now, now if you go back, it's like, yo, what is this? <laughs> well, I, I mean, I'm pretty sure they did see that back in the day because all Jason really does look like is somebody that's inbred. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, if they would have just toned down on that and then it just got silly when it got to, when it got to um, Carrie versus Jason, or was it um, Jason a new Jason uh, Friday the Thirteenth and New Blood? 
that just where it got silly because they just start had that man looking that he legit was a party city skull in that one. Then a Jay's Tech man had him, like I said, he looked like a burnt Muppet. But what you can say though is that, or what you can't say is that Jason ain't boring. No, and he they changed him up, like they changed his clothes, something like I think that right there, I think that kind of just helps with continuing, like, like continuing his movies, you know, making it making it a little bit more fresh. So though, yeah, you know, the face I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't too much agree on. Like, like I agree, don't don't show his face too much, but I personally I like I like the different you know different outfits um like to me that just that just made me wonder like what is he gonna look like next time now you talked about how the movies are different now Don, i know you've seen these movies plenty of times (laughs) so you cannot tell me that these movies are not the same all the way up to jet i would say it gets different Jason on a boat because I'm not take I'm not calling it <laughs> Friday the Thirteenth. Jason Tatum had no. It is Friday all the way on the boat. He man. was on that boat for an hour. That look that movie is called Jason on the boat. Okay, but you but up to that point, you cannot tell me that those movies it was the same. It was hor- it was horny teenagers and Jason like well since I ain't never had sex none of y'all having sex ever again. <laughs> Hey, but hold on! You gotta say th- you gotta say the same thing about Michael Myers. Oh, I'm finna go chase uh, Lori. Well, well, no, they did. Well, well, like I said, some of the movies, some of the movies, are, well, actually, plenty of those movies are shit. But the thing, but the thing is, Michael, he wasn't just going around killing babysitters. The thing that I find scary about Michael, Michael just killed anybody, and he just had, see Jason. I feel like I would want to be killed by Jason. I know it sounds weird, but just give Jason actually has standards. Jason can kill a dog. Yeah, J- yeah. Jason got standards, and look, you' going to look pretty cool when you die. <laughs> you might get your head knocked out. You might get your head punched off. You might get split in half. You might shit. You might get harpooned. You might <laughs> you might get speared on top of the head. But now, Michael Myers, hey, the thing. Look. You might, you might, you know, you might, uh, somebody might out you. You might be on a boat. He might find it. He might find you on a boat. See, like, I will give, Jay, I will give Jason this. Jason is creative as hell. Like some of them kills are very creative. Be snapping people back like pretzels. Like he, he, he creative. But oh, it's nasty. But I think that. But also another thing, I think that the Jason movies kind of they kind of um, lack is a lot of those movies back in the eighties, what I don't blame the, the directors and the film creative filmmakers, but the MPA or, or the MPAA, they really hamper some of the movies down. Cause um, a lot of those movies you look back at and like, damn, a lot of these kills are contained and it don't show much blood. But I, like I said, I don't blame that on the film crew and the, and and the director because they were they were hampered by that but for me i just feel like michael's more iconic to me it's just when it comes to horror michael is the embodiment of horror like jason he is at this point motherfucker's been a worm 
he's been an undead um, spirit inbred dude. So, but I just like how Michael is just pure evil. Like they legit call Michael the shape. Like that's what Michael is because he's just a shape and he's just intimidating. Jason, he was intimidating until I now I love Jason lives, but until they started getting more campy, it just wasn't frightening for me no more. I say it got frightening again with um, the 2009 remake. I know you don't like that remake, but that but that Jason. He was fucking ruthless and he was scary because they, they had that motherfucker run again. He actually used traps. He was actually smart. He was a hunter. That's one aspect I did like the 2009 remake. Jason X, a lot of people don't like it, but I like Jason X because it was the, it was, I think this was before, um, I think this was before Scream. So it was like kind of the first metal horror movie that we got of that, of that time period. And it was. See, and, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh uh, no. Um, but like I was saying, I did like Uber Jason, even though the shit was the shit was kind of goofy, but it but it was funny. It was funny, and it knew to take itself. It knew not to take itself serious. See, now I would agree. I would definitely say uh, Michael is more evil than Jason, and. You know, because like we both said, Jason, Jason, actually, I feel like he had a reason to kill, you know, Michael. He's just like, I'm going to just kill you because it's Tuesday. Like, <laughs> what? <the? laughs> like, I, I just want to kill you for no reason. But here's the thing. I don't always necessarily agree that that's great, because to me. I feel like with Jason, like. I feel like that shows like, you know, whatever he wherever situation he is, wherever, like even in even though I don't like this, I don't like Jason X, but no matter what situation it is, he just shows his brutality and it's just for a reason. To me, having a reason to kill and not just like popping up in somebody's home, it's just like, you know, why are you in this old lady home? <laughs> like she just she's just over here watching her her game show and then don't get me wrong that's scary but to me i i like i like a motive like i like i like the fact that jason has a you know you know he he just wants his own space but now since you're stepping into my territory are right, you finna die like that that to me just like i i like the whole aspect of having a motive a motive other than just you know michael myers just killing you know random people and then only going or only having one motive which is killing Lori. well no well well isn't i remember in this new movie they established in in the movie they established that killing Lori was not his only motive michael he legit like michael he has a motive like michael they gave michael a motive in this movie he just want to go home he just wants to go home and it just sucks that people get in his way stupid people might have added in this movie <laughs> but they get in his way so he has a motive now jason's motive i don't think it's really a motive i legit just think that these dumbass kids find the most convenient ways to bring this man back to life but that's just how oh you're right you're right though like tommy drivers he was 
dumb as hell for going. I got to see his body. That was stupid as shit. It's like, yo, let that man be dead. Like, he's not coming back. He's like, I need to see his body. I'm just like, I don't, like, what is you thinking? (laughs) (laughs) Now, okay, so we, so we talked about the presence. Now let's talk about the movies. Now, both of these franchises, but also it's just it was just the 80s in general. These franchises were notoriously known for putting out shit, shit, shit sequels. When I mean shit sequels, I mean shit sequels. Like <laughs> I don't know what it is about horror movies that get sequels back in the 80s, but it's like legit, they just did copied and paste. Copy and paste. And then when they tried something new, fans weren't feeling it, so they scrapped it. Like, I, I mean, I honestly think it's just because, like, it's just like, yo, I've never seen that before. Like, let me see it again. That even happens now. Like, remember when the, con- uh, the Conjuring came out? Then after the Conjuring, you see, like, the same type of thing. It's like, I honestly think that's probably one of the biggest reasons that they kept putting out those, those movies without thought. Yeah, but... I feel like that's a BS excuse because one thing I will say, one thing I will say about the Rob Zombie Halloweens, even though I hate, well, I don't hate one that much, but two can go to hell with Jason. But one thing I did like about Rob Zombie movie about Rob Zombie is yes, we know Rob Rob Zombie loves his hillbilly horror, but he tried something different with Michael Myers. He actually tried to explain the childhood of Michael Myers. Some of it worked, some of it didn't, but I did like that aspect. Now the 2009 remake of Jason, they tried to reinvent, they, they tried to reinvent it. Well, not, not really. I take that back. They didn't try. They just gave him a new look, which I'm kind of glad because the last time I saw Jason, he was derpy eyed and Freddie versus Jason. <laughs> But I don't know. It just both of the movies, both of those sequels were shit. But I just feel like I did like I've gravitated more towards the Halloween franchise just because like Loomis was always present. Like Donald Pleasance as Loomis is iconic in itself. Like, so that gravitated me more towards the Halloween movies. Now for the Michael Myers movie, I mean for the for the Friday the 13th movies, you really had nobody to root for in those movies because if you think about it, all those kids, they were legit put there to die. Like, they deserve to die because, like, that's just one thing I did not like. Like, I like I find the movie entertaining, but I can't say that it's my favorite franchise. I can't, I can't say, I can't say those movies are better just because Jason legit just doing the same thing just with a few new horny teens and some minorities. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will say this. All right. I think that, you know, the franchise is more iconic because I I personally think it's, it's creative. Yeah, they like the movies may not be great all the time, but I th- honestly think they were. Cre- oh, you went out again, man. Hey, you. Are you going? Are you going out again, man? 
Myers is scary. It you know he's he's a he's a force to be reckoned with. But hey, you went out again. I just don't see myself playing a game where you know I'm Michael Myers and all I'm gonna do is just stab you. You know. Hey, you That's went out again. Oh, can you hear me now? Yeah. Oh, how how far you want me to go back? Uh, you were talking about um, basically like the beginning of when you started talking. Okay, so my bad. Um, so pretty much what I was saying was like reason why I think uh, Jason is or the franchise of Friday Thirteen is iconic is because I feel like it's creative, even though all the movie like not every single movie was great. You know, you know there were some shit movies. I still think they still added some creativity, whether it's how he looked. Um, whether he, if he was in a different location. Um, and like I said, that, that brought out the game Friday the 13th, you know, that we're all, you know, that we, we played in the past. Like to me, you, you know, the Friday 13 franchise has a big enough impact to where it made a, a game and like no disrespect to Michael Myers, but I just don't see myself playing a game, you know, where I'm just going around like one area. Uh, um, uh, just stabbing people, you know, because that was just his main thing was stabbing people, you know, choking them, of course. But that's why I say, like, I feel like, you know, Friday 13 just had a, a, a little bit more of an impact. Now, you do say that Michael Myers, you can't see yourself being a game, but you play Call of Duty. What was that game mode called in Call of Duty? Are you? That they were legit. Remember, people made up a game mode called Michael Myers. I know you remember that. And then, uh, and then they had, and then they put him in Dead by Daylight. And Dead by Daylight, it it, it is more big than Friday Thirteenth game. <laughs> and we play. We okay, love, but true, true. We love, but, we, love, we love the Friday Thirteenth game, but we cannot well, deny. Here's the, thing. here's the thing with those two points. There might have been a mode, but. A mode is not bigger than a full game. And yes, Dead by Daylight might be bigger than uh, Friday 13th, but it wasn't based off just Jason. Uh, Dead by Daylight had way more characters. Yeah. Or different monsters. Yeah, but they also did try to make a Michael Myers game, but they ran into the same problem that <laughs> Friday the 13th, um, like, like they um they ran into it's it's a lot licensing now because of licensing issues we will never see more dlc i thought i was hoping to get uber jason but we won't get uber jason <laughs> but i just feel but like i said like i just feel like the creativity of jason that's cool and like everybody knows the hockey like everybody knows the hockey mask but it's like it's kind of hard because everybody everybody knows Michael Myers. Everybody knows that that theme, and yes, everybody everybody knows the Jason the uh, the Friday Thirteenth Friday Thirteenth theme, and it's Kiki keep my my my. Oh yeah, that's another thing. But also, real quick, hold on. How see you can't get a hockey mask wrong. You might get Jason's face wrong, but you can't get a hockey mask wrong. But how can you get Michael Myers' face wrong? You can't tell me that some of the movies his mask was like. Like, oh, yeah. he didn't want to be there. <laughs> oh yeah, but like I said, that that's for both franchises because and because um and Jason Takes Manhattan, that's where his mat that's where he looked the worst in Jason Takes Manhattan. 
And also, I'm sorry, Friday the third, um, Freddy versus Jason. I, he just looked stupid being derpy eyed and then th- and then that sack. So we can't just put it on one franchise. Jason looked stupid before. I- <laughs> <laughs> and look, all those I'll talk about the mask specifically, man. Look, the mask alone. How you mess up the mask? And then you you even just said it. The ch- 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 that like that shit is scary as hell. Like they both yeah, scary. You, got that. you don't you don't have that. You got the music with Michael Myers, but you don't have that. You don't have that like other sound to kind of just like, okay, something's about to happen, like. But that's your view with Jason. But that's that thing, man. That that theme, that theme for Halloween itself. That theme, yeah. Uh, oh shit. That theme, that theme for um that key 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 my 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 for uh <laughs> for, for I Jason. Know, I know on Friday 13th, the game they say how you how to say it. I just forgot. <laughs> yeah, like that, that yeah, like that's scary and iconic, but man, come on. That John Carpenter theme. A Halloween that that got that got to beat man. Everybody knows that thing. I want to play it, but I don't want to get copyrighted. <laughs> I want to play it, but I don't want to get copyrighted because we still try to make money out here. But <laughs> but that theme itself is just so iconic. And yeah, like the key 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 my my my. That's how y'all say it, y'all. It's not I, however. But, ever. but see, here's the thing though. You mainly hear Jason's theme song. It. You, like I said, you're right. That shit is scary. But you mainly hear that in the beginning and at the end when you're like, oh, crap, he's not dead. But throughout the movie, that sound is keeping you on your toes. No, nah, well, I, but actually, they play that. Um, I don't know if you've seen the movies, the movies, um, the Halloween movies um, recently, but they actually play that like every time, every time Michael Myers killing you or, or chasing you, they play that thing. I ain't going to lie. Just imagine. I don't know why you hear, but just imagine hearing that theme in your head while he chasing you. That's another thing, though. How do people get, you know what? How do people get caught by Michael? Like, come on. Well, the thing, well, the thing is. Well, see, we know, we know how people die at, at Camp Crystal Lake because you're in the woods, you're more, you're like, it's a, it's a good chance you're going to trip. Like, well, you know, Jason also teleports. That Has that been confirmed? Yes, yes. And, oh, it has? And, and Jason takes Manhattan. They legit gave that man supernatural power. Remember, that's that's remember that's the movie he first started teleporting. Oh, you are right. <laughs> that's the movie like he first started teleporting. So they gave so they gave him a BS way to catch people. But Michael Myers, Michael Myers is actually smart and he's actually stealthy. Because I will say is even though I hate. I, I absolutely hate Halloween Resurrection with the passion, <laughs> but I'm not gonna lie. That man at the beginning of that movie, that man was sneaky. I don't know if you remember when his swole strong ass literally lifted himself up into the rafters and then slowly brought his ass down to kill that one security guard. That takes, oh, yeah. that takes some some core. Some core strength and some and some biceps. That motherfucker. Wasn't strong. that the guy that was in that Twinkie? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker strong, man. Like, I don't know. 
I get like I feel like we're just gonna end in a stalemate just because we can name plenty of things from like from these um like from both these franchises. The only way, the only thing I say that the Halloween franchise has a leg up on is that it's still keeping itself relevant in the in the um in the like in the horror zeitgeist like we still getting halloween move we're still getting halloween movies well we- i i think i'm pretty sure later down the line i don't know when i don't have any dates i don't know any news or anything but i'm pretty sure they're gonna try and revive jason um and i think i think when that like why would they not you know why would they just like all right that's the end of jason but i think once they do I definitely want to have this debate again because, you know, we, you know, we'll have like, we'll have the third, I'm pretty sure we'll have the third movie for Halloween. Oh yeah, Halloween we'll, ends next, Halloween ends comes out next year. Oh, that's good because I did not feel like waiting two years. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's, it's a question of when Jason will get that movie because He's been gone for so the last time we saw Jason was in 2009. Now you you didn't like you didn't like the movie that much, but me oh I, yeah, it was I did not I didn't mind it that much. Like I said, I didn't mind it that much because it was doing the same thing, but it actually made Jason scary. Like that was the first time in a while I found Jason scary. Jason next, I wasn't afraid of him. Freddy versus Jason, I definitely wasn't scared yeah. of him. I was not either. I really, to be honest, Jay, it's been a while since I've been scared of Jason. I feel like Michael, he's always had me scared because, for one, he don't take his mask off by choice. Somebody takes it off of him, and then they usually die after they take off his mask. Like, uh, yeah. If, if you like just. If you want to survive, don't take off his mask. And which another thing, a lot of people like we're not going to do the debate because because you know Jason's immortal. But if they but if they go with what what they pulling for in this Halloween Halloween kills, I think I think Michael might be immortal at this point because the amount of damage he takes, I don't know what I don't know what he was eating in that insane asylum. But man, y'all, this man got stabbed. He got shot in the face. He got ran over. I was like, man, I don't know what they're gonna do. He legit clutched a twenty v one at the end of Halloween Kills. <laughs> well, like, hopefully, everybody's seen that. <laughs> man, look, you gotta see it by now. I'm, I'm gonna post this on Halloween, so I'm pretty sure everybody will see the movie by now. But, but I mean, that's true. But you know. I mean, can, but here's the question. All right, you, all right, never mind. I was going to say, I was going to ask, but you said we ain't going to have this debate. So I, I, I actually, I'll let that slide. <laughs> yeah, like I said, I just feel like it's hard to go to put a slasher up against Jason just because of the simple fact of that man has more plot armor than Goku. Like, I'm talking about, they give this man <laughs> so much plot armor. If I'm not mistaken, I could have swore in Jason takes Manhattan. They legit washed this man away with toxic waste being flushed into a sewer, which now that I think about it, that just sounds stupid. Because why would you flush toxic waste into a sewer, into a sewer canal? 
And then they brought him back in part nine. No, he came back in part nine with not a scratch on him from the pre from the previous from the previous movie. And then that whole movie, he was a Jason worm from hell. Hey, look, you just asked you asked your question. He, you know, he teleported, so they gave him some powers to regenerate. Plot somehow. armor. Plot armor, no. <laughs> That's what we call it. The power, I don't know, man. He the power of the pen. found it in the waste or something. No, no, it's the power of the pen. <laughs> But yeah, y'all. I think for now, oh man, we might have to come back to this, but I, I don't think we can come to a definitive answer. We can't maybe maybe we might maybe we might get more people in here next time to to have to end this debate. But for now, Jason and Jason and Michael, y'all gonna have to fight out in the streets to find out who's more iconic. I I don't know because we, we can't find the answers. Would that be a good movie though? Michael Myers versus Jason? If It'd be quiet as hell, but <laughs> now I will say if they do do that. Now I always thought of this idea. Now bear with me. Now this was an, an idea I had for if they ever do a Halloween and Friday the Thirteenth crossover. So camp. So what they could. So what they could do right. So what they could do right is I was thinking instead of having Lori Strode have like probably like her granddaughter or something. She gets a job as a camp counselor at the new at the new Crystal Lake. But instead of it being where it used to be, they moved Camp Crystal Lake to Hattonfield to, to Hattonfield because of the because of the whole um, because of the whole Jason thing. They move it to Hattonfield, like outside, like out, outside of Hattonfield. And then that way you can have Jason going to Camp Crystal Lake because his mama tell him to kill them like she always does. And then you can have Michael Myers go after the granddaughter or one of the one of the um family members of Lori Strode. Have those then put those two together and that's how you had that movie. It's simple. Somebody please pick this up because that's as simple as you can get it. You ain't gotta be you ain't gotta be complicated. Now one thing I did like about Freddy versus Jason the concept was kind. It, it, it kind of made sense. The execution, meh, but the concept made sense. Well, if you, I forgot which movie it was, but if you look at, at the end of one of the Friday the Thirteenth, um, or when when Jason died, I don't know if you remember it, but uh, Freddie like pulled his mask into the ground. You remember that? Yeah, but but uh, but also that. Like it kind of doesn't it kind of doesn't make sense because at that because if you remember in that movie, because if you remember in that movie, like his body was kind of mangled. So it was kind of like at Fred versus Jason, it was like he should be fucked up. Why is he still in one piece? That's nothing. The continuity of some of these movies, they make no sense. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, how you can't really talk about that because uh what Lori got like three kids now? Well, no, see, and the reboot, they they completely forgot about all the like they made this a direct sequel to the original Halloween because like because unlike one thing I do respect about Halloween, they have always tried to retcon the bad things. <laughs> because like I said, I'm even I'm a Halloween fan, I'm not gonna lie, there's a lot of bad. Lori, Lori and Michael be and Lori and Michael being siblings, it was bad because 
because when they tried to say that Lori was Michael's sister, it made no sense because the simple fact of Lori was not present during the murders of of Michael's of Michael's family. So that made no sense. So I'm glad that the 2018 one's fresh start. And maybe when if um if Friday the 13th can stop getting sued, we'll finally <laughs> get we'll finally get a new iteration of Jason that makes sense because Jason just started getting ridiculous. And I, and I think the thing about horror nowadays, it worked for people back in the eighties. Cause you know, horror was campy, but nowadays you got to kind of reinvent yourself as, as a, as a horror movie. I agree. Because Jason can't keep going around doing the same damn thing, killing horny kids. He got to reinvent himself. So Jason, go in the go in the booth, find, write up some new material, and then come back with us. Because we're gonna we're gonna take you back with open arms. Just give us something new, but just don't kill me. When I give you a hug, don't kill me. Hey, he said there gonna be one Jason. Jason, <laughs> look, man. I need to change your name. Look, man. I've been here. Jason, he keep taking hiatuses. I've been here. <laughs> but yeah, so that's it, y'all. We it's a stalemate, I think, because I don't think none of us are going, I don't think either of us are gonna budge. Maybe next time we'll get like a judge or something. <laughs> but all right, so we talked about two of our two of our favorite uh iconic slashes. Now let's uh give our top five of our Favorite horror movies and why we got in the horror. Now, Don, I know mm-hmm. you. You were you a black man that likes scary things. Trying <laughs> trying scary things. What got you in the horror? Uh ironically, uh when I was a kid, I would watch scary movies by myself. Ooh. I don't know why I did that. But I would stay up watching scary you, movies by myself, and it had no effect on me. You demon child, you you got no soul. I, 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 I feel probably, like you ain't got no you ain't got no soul, man. I've been told that before. Okay, so you so you started <laughs> so you started uh being being a little psycho kid watching horror by yourself, not feeling nothing. Okay, I got that. Now for me, I would say what got me in the horror was the first horror movie I seen. Hmm. Damn. Let's see. What, what was the first? Okay, yeah. The first horror horror movie I seen, because I saw a lot of shit on Disney Channel. Like, that was horror for kids. But the first ever thing I saw was 13 Ghosts. And that, oh, yes. And that shit fucked me up for a while. That shit fucked me up for a while. 13 Ghosts had me scared, but then I'm like, I'm scared, but I got to keep watching these. These are kind of interesting. But yeah, so that what got me into it. And then later on down life, I've seen a lot of horror movies, but we're going to start with my top five. And at my number five, I will have to say that my number five for my top five horror movies, it has to be, I'm going to say, damn, this is hard. But I'm going to say uh, the Halloween 1978. Now, it's a slow burn for a lot of people. Like, 
For nowadays, it's a slow burn. But Halloween 1978, it legit had me nervous for these characters because Michael, for the first hour of the movie, Michael, he don't kill. Well, he killed like a dog, but he just stalked Lori throughout the whole movie. And you saw it through his point of view and her point of view. And that shit scared the fuck out of me because it would just show shots of Michael of Lori looking out of a window and Michael being there, she look away. That motherfucker gone. <laughs> that shit scared me because, like I said, Michael Myers is an entity that can happen in real life. He's just a killer that has no motive. He just kills you. So that scared the shit out of me. And then when he finally started killing people, it was, it was like kind of, it was tame, but it was still brutal. Like I. For the life of me, I don't know. One thing that never made sense of how a knife is able to hold up a man's body. But yeah, I, I, I was like, wait, what? Why is that? <laughs> I like, I like. It wasn't even fully all the way in there either. But I was like, fuck it, this man's strong. I'm, I'm a roll with it. Then he was just killing, choking the shit out of people. The chase, like, I still think that is one of the best chases, the best chases in horror besides probably going to be later on in my top five, another movie. But I just really loved that movie. And that third act had me, it had me, it had me on the edge of my seat. But yeah, Halloween 1978 in my top five. Now, Michael Myers, I gave you props. Don't kill me. I gave you props. (laughs) All right. So what's your number five, Don? Uh, Number five, I'm going to go with, um, let me see. I'm gonna have to say Drag Me to Hell. I oh. thought Drag Me to Hell was good. Like it was creepy throughout the whole movie. And then I don't know if anybody's seen it, uh, or you haven't, but at the end she gets dragged to hell and that like this was like back in 2009 And I'm just like, oh crap, I need to go to church. Like <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is some scary stuff. Like, how do you get cursed? Like, somebody just curses you, and then you can just go to hell. And it was just like, yo, she got fucked over because she thought she had the 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 little button, but it was actually just her her fiance's uh, coin. And when she found out she had the button, she was like, I was just like, yo, you are you are fucked. That that ending, like. <sighs> I was just like, yo, I don't know. Have you seen that? Uh, oh, yeah. oh yeah, I, I saw, I saw Drag Me to Hell. That was scary. That was, that was frightening. And then, <clears throat> let me see. Do you want me to go through the through the whole top five, or you just wanna? Are we going to go back and forth with it? All right, all right. So my number five, man. Look, I'm kind of. I know a lot of people going, man, like, damn, he ain't going to listen to nothing from, from recently. Well, look, y'all, recently has not been that good. But I think in my number four, I got it. This probably be like probably one of the few recent things on my list. Number four to me is a quiet place. Not part two, but part one. Because I feel like that's more of a horror movie to me for part one. It's like a suspenseful horror. I love The Quiet Place so much that has been one of my favorite movies recently and i'm gonna tell you why because a quiet place 
it fucks with you because you it's innovative on on what it does it like said it basically tells you it's basically of what happens when you cannot talk and we find out in that movie when you don't talk you fucked <laughs> you are fucked <laughs> there is no way there there is no surviving you are fucked but i do like that movie just the way that is directed, the way that is executed. I like how we don't have an explanation for the monster. The monster is just there and it just kills ruthlessly. Or if you watch the second one, they slap the shit out you. (laughs) 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 But yeah, man, that movie, it played with my senses throughout the whole movie and it had me actually caring for that family that's one of the few movies where i actually cared about a family because a lot of these horror movies they just put the family there just to die i cared for the family i was scared for the family and and, and for about a week i made sure not to make a lot of noise because <laughs> no i definitely love the quiet place yeah like especially the second one can't wait for the third one like it her being pregnant you know, makes you feel things like, man, I, I hope she makes it out, especially in the second one, even though after she, you know, wasn't pregnant anymore. Like, it was just like, yo, I'm, right. I'm rooting for this family. <laughs> All right. Okay, so we're going to – okay, so so what's so what your for? We're just going to – what we're going to do, we're going to just speed run through this. All right. All right, so um, mine, my second or my fourth one is going to be Evil Dead or Evil Dead 2. Now, the first one, first one was just straight brutal, but I like the second one because it added comedy and horror. And then when you when you add comedy and horror to me, that's a good combination because the comedic relief in horror, horror, it just like, no, I I don't want to just be scared the whole time. Like I want to. I want to kind of have a, a little bit of roller coaster of emotions. Evil Dead 2 to me was one of my favorite ones. It actually, to me, I think it, um, I forgot the, the, the main character's name, um, but Ash. Ash, yeah. Like, <clears throat> it really showed, like, like, you know, his potential. Like, that's when I really started paying attention to that actor. Like, I enjoy com- comedic and horror. So, Evil Dead 2 was definitely going to be my my fourth one all right so for my third one I'm I'm, I'm I'm gonna make it quick my third one is tucker and dale versus evil that movie right there <laughs> it is so fun it is it is a meta horror it well it's like a com it's a horror comedy it doesn't take itself serious and it's funny it's basically about two two dudes just being themselves but everybody think that they kill the hillbillies they all killing each other and then the ending is just funny all right that's my number three What's my your... number three is gonna be it follows. That was scary. Did you like if you see at the beginning, the first scene right off the back, you see that girl's leg, and it was just snapped. I was like, what is this movie? <laughs> like, and then when you find out like how it's like this, this, this being, this evil thing is just following you, it's like taking the, the form of people. It's like, yo, that takes paranoia to a whole nother level. 
All right. Yeah, it, it follows that. Was that the one where they uh were transmitting that they were like transmitted through STD, like through like, it based on like STD? Yeah, so if they had okay. a, you had to have sex with somebody, and then that means that you're you're they would follow you, and then if they died, then it's gonna go back to you. So it's like if you like you 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 can never live like without being paranoid. Like you're always gonna be watching over your back, like yo, did the other person die or not? Like, like there's honestly no winning in that situation. All right. Okay, cool. Now, my number three is an old, it, it, it's a classic. My number three is Scream. Scream was so great because it was meta. It it basically was, it basically um, knew, it basically knew about itself and it, it played upon like the tropes of horror. They legit had a they legit had a character tell you the rules of horror while they're in a horror movie and how to survive. So that's my number three. That's one of my favorite Wes Craven movies, besides the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. So my third one, I'm gonna go with the ring. The ring, not not two, but the ring one. Ring one was scary. It it. It was, I think it was one of those, psych- was it a little bit of psychological and supernatural? Because to me, it was, it was like, I don't know, like, I remember, I don't know if you remember the part, but that those horses, they were falling off of the, off of the boat. And I thought like that, and like, they were getting like shredded up by the, by the boat's uh, propellers. Oh yeah. I don't know if that has some sort of meaning or anything. Like it was just a whole bunch of meaning throughout that, but that was my top one. Okay. So for my two my, and, and my two, I got to go with the original Night of the Living Dead. That movie I still watched, even though it was made way back in the day, like the 60s, 70. I think mm. that that movie still is great to me and it has good social commentary about racism in America. And I think, yeah, so that was really good. That's really a nice zombie movie. It was, I think it's one of the first ever mainstream zombie movies that everybody loves. That's my number two. Mm. So my number two, I don't know if I said this, but, um, oh, Cabin in the Woods. Um, again, going back to the whole com- comedy and horror, I thought that had a little bit of everything. Like just seeing like the different, you know, monsters and like that had a meaning on it. Like just kind of speaking about like humanity and how it it kind of made you wonder. Like at the end, it's like, would you have, you know, killed the dude to save the world? Or, you know, let, let him survive. Or, and then, you know, um, and then, you know, the whole world ending. But honestly, like, the the whole, like, scene where all the monsters just came out, just killing everybody, I thought that was, like, a pretty cool thing to do. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go with that as my, my number two. Now, for my number one, y'all, it has to go with probably the movie with the first ever female badass my number one is Alien. I love Alien. I still watch Alien to this day. This movie has one of the most iconic creatures in horror, and it has one of the most like amazing, like all, iconic chase throughout a horror movie. That movie, 
did so good with mixing sci-fi and horror together. So that was kind of cool. But also that the design of the alien itself, knowing for it to be a practical effect was just mind blowing to me for because they did because they worked with what they had at the time. And um I forgot the actress's name, but her is Ripley. She is forever etched in stone as the first ever female badass in horror. And that's my number one. All right. So I'm going to go with my number one as none other than Candyman. Candyman. That is, yeah. And I like the new movie. I like the way it was going. I like how it had a, um, a meaning behind it other than just, you know, calling out his name. To this day, I have never said Candyman's name. It was five, I've never said it five times, and I will never say it five times. I don't care if it is not a real thing. That's how much that movie scares me. Yeah, the, like, like, just, geez, the way he was killing people, like, I don't even know how you, like, even, like, to me, like, the hook just looked like it went in. Like, I don't even know how you, like, rip people's, like, I don't he, know. It's weird. It was just freaky. <laughs> like he did it from the it? he did it from the ass up. He legit. Oh God. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> <even> more scary, <laughs> man. It's <laughs> like, look, just slip my throat, man. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, y'all. <laughs> we got, we got, we definitely got to have this talk, uh, talk again. Um, horror is like one of my like big things, like movies, games, like that's my favorite, one of my favorite genres. All right, y'all. So we're going to wrap this up. It was cool talking with, with my boy Don. So, but tomorrow, um, or for Halloween, or like for Halloween Day, what I might do is I might try and do a, a Spotify green room and do, do it live so people can interact with us and we'll talk more about, about horror. I might I might do a movie review, two movie reviews, one. For a spine of the night that just dropped on Shutter, and I might do an Antlers review. I might see that. I might see that tomorrow or today. But yeah, if Don, if you're willing to come back tomorrow, we'll um we'll keep talking. Hopefully, we can bring some more people in. Yeah, man. If you do the uh, um the green room, I definitely see if I can drop in. All right, but yeah, y'all. It's been it's been fun talking to my boy. I'm pretty sure he'll be willing to come back anytime we talk anything horror. But yeah, y'all, it's been your boy Jason, aka the friend neighborhood dreadhead, and my boy Don. It's been fun. Hit us up in the Facebook, in the Facebook group chat, uh, facebook.com slash brang B-R-A-N-G D-A then popcorn.com. <laughs> so so yeah, we're gonna do this again, man. You have a good one, man. All right, you too, man. Take care.